Tonight's episode is brought to you from the parking lot of Clubhouse Bar and Grill. Put it in park, don't drink and drive, and enjoy the show. The Lannisters and the Records. Welcome back to the Car Bar Podcast. We're talking a few different things tonight, but let's just hop into this week's pregame. John, that was your first joke. We gotta have a toast. Your first joke. Yes. No. Yes. Come on. Drink. So did you hear anything about this Dennis Rodman uh, Russia excursion that's happening? No, now? I saw his. I saw him up on the on the screen when I was at work. I uh, didn't know what it was about. So you've at least casually been following this Brittany Griner. Yeah, of course. Russia, of course. That yeah, you, yeah. you know. She got convicted over there for, you know, having some, whatever, CBD oil, weed, something like that, and sentenced to something crazy like nine years in prison. Right. And mostly what that is is just Russia throwing it in the face of America. Like, we have one of your celebrities or something over here. They broke the law, and we're going to make an example out of them. Right. And it just seems like, oh, man, like, how are we how are we going to get this person out of Russia? Enter diplomat, entrepreneur, five time NBA champion, I believe, Dennis Rodman. Why is he always, like, the saving grace, man? Now, I knew he had a relationship with the North Koreans. Like, right. I remember right. watching years ago that, like, he went over there and played basketball and blah, blah, blah. I He seems to think he has similar clout with Vladimir Putin. That dude doesn't watch fucking NBA. You think Putin, while he was, like, in the KGB, was watching the Celtics and Lakers? So what what's he doing? No one knows. He says he's going over to Russia... To release Brittany Griner, he's going to get her back. Okay, that's and what he said. Like that's what going he's doing. on a crusade. Like, is there going to be like a movie? He, he's going to go do it. He's going to go de-escalate tensions. He might end the war in Ukraine, for all I know. Wow. I mean, who, who knows what the the trickle down effect will Dude, be of Rodman? What Rodman's. is his deal, man? <laughs> he's fucking hilarious, man. Like, did you ever see that video of where he talks about how he broke his dick? Yes, of time? course. I oh mean, man, like the great. cartoon like dub of it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Anyone who hasn't checked it out, please do. It's it's funny as hell. He's great. It, he's he's an absolute nut and seems totally genuine too. So stay tuned to see how that works out. I just I just wanted to throw that out because I I didn't have anything else to talk about for this week's pregame. So. We can move on to opening a tab. We've talked in the past about, you know, streaming and the streaming wars and the pain of trying to figure out how we're going to watch different things and the the cartels that we've created sharing passwords. And everything was going really good for about eight years. Right. And it was There was just, a lot of don't ask, don't tells. It was so beautiful. Know. Like, so here's the thing. These streaming platforms were smart. They did for movies and shows what iTunes and YouTube and things like that did for music. It's like people are going to download this shit illegally unless you give them a financially viable way to watch it legally, right? Right. You know, when we were growing up, it was all Napster, Kazaa, LimeWire for music. Suddenly Spotify comes along and it's like $10 a month. And I can listen to all this anyway legally and, you know, I'm sorry to the artists that don't get quite as much money as when we were buying, you know, vinyl records. But, you know, it was just kind of a good thing for everyone. It was a little bit of money, and I'm fine paying that. And honestly, between you and me, I've always said this, between you and me and the 12 listeners here, they can crank that up to $20, and I'm paying it. I'm paying it. And that's a fine, understandable thing. Like, there's no reason to not do this if it's cost-effective. Right. 
I don't mind paying in a subscription a little bit each month. No. To get this kind of stuff. Otherwise, I'll just go back to fucking doing it illegally. Anyway, all that to say, recently, as I'm sure many of you have heard, like Netflix was just hemorrhaging subscribers. And so now they're like no more sharing passwords or limiting the number of people they can watch consecutively um, a certain at a certain time. And other things are happening like HBO is now being absorbed by Discovery Plus or something, which is a shame because I thought HBO was one of the better run platforms. Yeah, no, that's that. I, I heard that and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so Warner Brothers owns HBO. And for I, I don't know the specifics exactly. I probably should have read more deeply into it. But HBO Max is basically going to be gone by next summer. And it's going to be a new thing that involves some HBO and then some of this other bullshit. Which, it really sucks because HBO has been really a go-to. Like, I've had complaints with uh, all the other services. HBO is honestly pretty solid. Yeah, and it's just it's just gonna be interesting to see how the rest of this turns out. There's a real war going on right now between these streaming services and like the the ante keeps getting up because TV's like officially done, right? Like it's done, so. Well, and I'll even like go further. I'm a big professional wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. I don't watch professionally wrestling, but you know why? Because it's not on anything. You can pay per view uh, or stream pay per view uh, WWE, you know, on Sundays through Peacock. But uh, and they have a really good selection there on that stuff. But as far as Monday Night Raw and in all the other stuff, I don't have regular TV. I can't watch that stuff. Because guess what? I don't. Yeah, the last bastion, and it's been this way for a while. But it's really sports and news. Right. And I'll lump WWE into that too. Like uh, it's sports, a similar similar sports. kind of thing. Yeah. Like the kind of things that you either need to see live, or you're probably going to get ruined for you in the next time you log on to your phone. Right. I can't believe I just said log on to your phone like I'm 48 years old. Next time you open your phone and then log on to the internet. But I don't know. Like, I thought it was worth bringing up just because, one, we didn't have a ton to talk about this week. But, two, it is something that we both use and everyone uses quite a bit. And everyone who listens to this pod, you know, the stuff that we're reviewing, watching, talking about are on streaming services. And a lot of what we decide to watch is based on how easy it is for us to watch it. So... I, I don't at all, like, condone sharing of passwords and stuff. Having said that, I'm going to need you to, uh, you know, reset your, your uh, credit card or whatever you need to do for HBO. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many people that are using this or that that I do, and I've taken a few things from other people as well. And, you know, we're going to have to get smarter with it. And I, I'll tell you right now, streaming companies, like, I'll go back to watching shit illegally. Don't think I won't. I'll do it. You heard it here first. You heard, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I should. I probably shouldn't say that on on wax because you know that's going to be used against me when I'm sued by the people that come after you, like Metallica and whatever, oh, yeah. taking their stuff. You're like, let me uh, let me reference season two, episode eighteen of the Car Bar podcast, where you said I'm not above finding this stuff <laughs> illegally. Anyway, let's move on to uh, Uno Mas. No more drinking. That's it. Uno Mas. So speaking of streamed shows, one of the bigger shows that have been touted, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, uh, Game of Thrones is back. Game of Thrones is back. And it's back with a vengeance and some really dopey looking hair. Yeah. I, what is it about, so we're talking about House of the Dragon, which you believe should be called House of Dragon. I think House of Dragon sounds better. It sounds, House of Dragon sounds like a Bruce Lee movie. Let me like... You don't think so? You don't... No, I. you're kind of turning me around to it. Like, you mentioned this before we started it, 
And I was like, I don't, I don't really, I don't know, like how, know the, like, okay. House, House of, of Dragon. House man. of Dragon. Whoosh, whoosh. Oh, I love it. What a? Um, Tune into Carfu. Um, but no, I mean, so yeah, they uh, first episode aired last night. It takes place approximately 180 years before the last season of Game of Thrones. So I believe it's specifically 176. Yeah, which... but that was before the death of the Mad King, and then eight years later. Yeah, I know. Ending. Like, I just they should have just said two hundred years. Like, I, I hate like the specific like one. Yeah. This Why is not real we... history. Yeah, like, w- do we really give need... me a round number? You just threw one hundred and seventy-six years before Daenerys was born. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's old. It's before that. Got it. And it opens with you know, a pretty cool scene of like a dragon. Like, I, I like that instantly they were deciding like. We're giving you dragons right away. That was the first thing I, I had, like, noticed and, well, obviously noticed, but the first thing that I was like, okay, I respect. Like, they they were not, like, going to pretend this was something it wasn't. Immediately you got dragons. Yeah, we get dragons, we get flying on dragons, and we get a big old budget to go along with it. Part of the excuse they told on Game of Thrones was like, oh, well, we were working financially constrained, blah, blah. Dragons cost a lot of money to make. This, a lot of dragons. There were a ton of dragons in the first Oh, man. You, I mean, there was at least six or seven scenes And they dragons. looked different. Like, the dragons looked different, which was cool, too. You know what? I thought the dragons in the other one looked cooler. In the original Game I mean, of Thrones. they looked... What do you mean they looked cooler? Well, all right. Well, I'll put it. The first dragon you see when it lands, I yeah. just thought it didn't look that crisp. Okay. You wanted, you wanted more... But, dragon. like, they show the other dragons later in the episode, and they did look cool. Well, it's fine to think that. Like, I just liked that they differentiated the dragons. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, they were all very different. Right, and they kind of, like, stylized them to fit the personality of the person mm. that, you know, is on them. And I'm sure we're going to see a lot more dragons before. I mean, it's called House of House of the Dragon, so we're going to see a lot more of those. Another difference is there was no dope opening, though, of, like, the um, animated map. Yeah. Which was kind of a cooler part of the first show. Yeah, well, I, that's... Yeah, that's like probably the first con is, yeah, because it did link you in. It had that awesome theme. And even if you're not going to, like, I'm not saying you have to redo that, like, but come up with something different because I get the feeling that this is going to be much more localized, Mm -hmm. whereas the original Game of Thrones had, like, four different very diverse areas that were, like, main plot points. Right. I think a lot of this is just going to be, like, King's Landing and the people within it. I've heard there's a lot of time jumps involved, too, this season that we'll get to. Um, where we jump like eight years, five years, like you know what I mean. Like there's yeah. like it's not just going to be like a normal. Oh, and then the next day this, which happened. makes sense because I mean just the way it started out the first season or the first episode, um, it does seem like okay. There's not a lot that can go on right now. They had a huge big plot point, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But uh, after the ending of this episode, it just seems like there's not much else to do from here. No, and. You know, the, the plot itself, again, spoilers. Yeah, I don't want anyone to listen to this who hasn't watched it. But I'm sure everyone has watched it. Because, yeah, the bad guy's got a dragon. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's got a dragon now. Like, that's the thing. Like, good guys, bad guys. But, yeah, spoiler alerts. Like, so if you need to tune out real quick, thanks for yeah, the click. Go, go, go watch, watch it, it and come back. Circle back. Or don't. You know, I don't give a shit. So the first thing, yeah, we, so we open up with, you know, them, Venaries, is that his name? Uh, uh, well, so here's the thing. It took me forever to learn the names of the last. Oh cast of Game yeah, of yeah, for sure. To think that I'm going to be able to recall perfectly everyone. So 
Viserys is the Viserys. King. So you have Viserys. Uh, they he gets nominated to be the the heir of the throne, mm-hmm. and then they kind of jump up, and he gets it over this other gal. Yeah. So um, the big point is like here is there's a man, and then there's a woman. Now the woman's older. They both have a claim to the throne, but it's decided that we can't have a we can't have Hillary Clinton on the in the office. Right. So they go with old boy, played by Patty Constantine, who I've seen in some things. He's usually pretty good. Um, um, but anyway, so Viserys gets it. Fast forward a little bit. He's the king now. And now they're trying to see who the heir to the throne is going to be if anything were to ever happen to him. So the, the whole episode is really kind of introducing characters and just getting this idea of who's going to be the... Successor, the, yeah. Yeah, the successor to uh, Viserys. And it's it's very... I thought it did a pretty good job of laying the groundwork. When I first started, I was like, ugh, ugh, like, ugh. I, I didn't really care for just the way it felt. It didn't feel like a Game of Thrones show at first. Mm. It was just a little too polished, a little too, like, I don't know, just basic, for lack of a better term. But it grew on me a little more. So he has a daughter who's, I don't know, maybe early teens, supposed to be. Yeah, she's like probably 14, 15. And maybe. she seems very competent, very capable. But she's a girl. What do you know? And, and that's Renona is her name. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, whatever. It's played by Emma Darcy. Um, Rhaenyra? Rhaenyra? Rhaenyra. Everything's spelled weird. So, again, forgive us. She's the daughter, you know. Unfortunately, they're not going to take a girl king. So he also has a wife who's pregnant with what he believes is a son. He's putting all his his eggs in one basket with this soon-to-be newborn. Right. You know, his wife, very pregnant. In addition to that, he's got this kind of renegade brother, is not king, and I guess resents that in some capacity, played by Matt Smith, who I talk a lot about people I like, on this pod, like I'm always like, oh, I really like this actor. I don't, I don't like this guy. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, most recently he's famous for uh, Morbius, being oh, the villain yeah, of Morbius. Yeah, yeah, I just, I never really liked this dude. I don't think he's a bad actor. I, it may just be his face. His I'm, it, it's ass all right. Face. It's definitely his face. You're pulling one out of the Alex book, yeah. and I'm going to allow it. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely it's his a face, face, though. It's like but, it's such a face, dude. But. He immediately takes that villain role and runs with it. And his face really helps. It does. So I'm glad I get to root against him as yeah. this goes on. And and I and I know we're only one episode in, an hour and 15 minutes into this season. But already, like, you really don't like this guy. Yeah, he's, um, he's not a bad actor. Like, I'm not saying that at all. I just, like, I see him, I'm just like, meh, ugh. And the other guy I don't like is the Hand of the King. Like, I'm not a big fan of that guy. The guy who played the lizard guy, Doc Connors. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Reese Ifans or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Not a huge fan. He plays the Hand of the King. And the whole show is just one Easter egg after the next for people who, like, watched Game of Thrones. Or rather remember Game of Thrones well enough to be like, oh, there's that name. Oh, there's that sigil. There's that dagger. At one point, someone said that the knife that kills the Night King is, like, shown at one point. Oh, uh, you know it, what I mean? it like, was. It was. Yeah, so it's just, like, there's a lot of those breadcrumbs that, like, they're a bit fan servicey. But when you're trying to draw people into this new story and connect it to the original one, like, I'll forgive it. You you almost have to. Yeah. But it did take a little bit, you know, kind of just learning people. But finally you get that first Game of Thrones-like scene where uh, Damon, the brother, the yeah, evil Damon brother, starts, That name starts, I can remember starts uh, offing all these 
prisoners or, or uh, criminals. Yeah. Criminals. He, he's part of the King's Watch, which is just kind of like the police force of King's Landing. And he's been given this job because they don't really trust him to do anything else. So he's turned this sort of, you know, band of loser police officers, guards into this kind of hit squad that goes around like with no knock warrants busting. I mean, the, the it's a little heavy handed with the um, commentary here, especially in this first yes. episode. You have police brutality. You know, like, it's very clear, like, we're going in, we're taking these people out, we're we're not messing around, there's no due process, we're making decisions on the spot. And he gets kind of reprimanded for that, but not really. He, it's like, like, he like, drops at one dude's drawers and just... Yeah, just... Offs man, with ugh. his... Oh, man. Why? Why'd you gotta do boy like that? <laughs> Shit. I guess he was a rapist? And then, like, another yeah. guy got his arm, or his hand chopped off, I guess that's stole, a stole, like, I mean, like, a man, like, okay, like... But I'm, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, man, like, we're already season one, or wasting. episode one, like, I'm Well, that's already, when it like, started, I'm like, okay, like, now I'm reminded that this is HBO and Game of Thrones, like, right. we're, we're back in. So they hold a tournament to celebrate the birth of what this king believes is his new son, even though people keep telling him, like, we don't, we don't know what the fuck this kid's gonna be. And... He's like, he's uh, he's very obsessed with that. You know, she goes into labor. Only person that cares about the mom is the daughter. And sure enough, complications arise. And you get just a very brutal C-section, which I'm sorry. Like, is that how that was done? One of the one of the king's men it comes up to him and he's like, hey, it looks like she's not going to make it. But we could probably save your son. But we got to do this this technique that's been used in the past where we make this incision. Yeah, they don't call it a cesarean. No, they don't call it. That's what it is. But they're like, yeah, we'll just make an incision here and just pull the baby out this way. But it's going to cause a lot of blood loss and... And you're going to lose... So, and the way he says is like, we can either lose both of them or maybe save one. And then you have this most, like, it is one of the most cringe scenes, like, it's hard to watch, of them just like... This girl doesn't know what's about to happen yeah. to her either. They're not even like, babe, do you, do you, are you cool with this? This is what we're going to do. Nope. They're like, tie her down. All right. And she's like, she goes, what's that? What's that for? What are you doing? Yeah. And just start ripping. I was like, oh, shit. Pretty gruesome. And again, like very socially aware of like the times. Like, what do you know? A, a man making a decision about a woman's, you know, health during a pregnancy. Right. And so, yeah, it's pretty gruesome, even by HBO standards, them trying to pull this baby right. out. And they get the baby out, and it seems good for a second, but what do you know? Unfortunately, doesn't, doesn't you know, last. Doesn't make it. And now he lost. He's left with nothing, basically, afterwards. And the problem of succession remains. And now it really is down to, like, well, what do I do? Do I give it to my psychotic brother, or do I, do I dare groom my child, who's a girl, to be a to be the queen of Westeros. I'll give Viserys, like, credit. Like, it seems like he's a decent dude. It seems like he's trying to do he's right. He's trying to be a um, decent dude. You know, choosing your unborn, maybe child male over your wife is a tough... I mean, that's a tough look. It is. It is. If they were literally like, if you don't do this, neither will survive, then okay. But the way it's presented is like, well, you kind of have to pick which one you want to... Uh, you want to do here right so you know it's but i, I think guy. he does i think he does want to be a good dude though. he does I, and this kind of sh- like this kind of show often has like morally gray characters or characters that seem bad at first that you kind of come around on that's why even with like daemon i i can see there's going to be a jamie lannister-esque 
right. arc where, like, eventually you'll be like, you know what, maybe I should be more sympathetic towards right. this guy. So anyway, it sounds like he's leaning towards making his brother the heir, and then his brother who loves the, the broth, just hanging out in the brothels, and I'll bring this up more later, he seems more interested in just sitting there drinking, but... He makes the comment of, oh, well, I guess you had an heir for a day. You had the heir for a day, which is like a, a pretty shitty thing to say about, about your nephew. About your, your nephew who just didn't make it through the birth. Viserys finds out about this and is like, you know what? You're out. We're going to tell you to get out of here, and we are going to make my daughter the heir to the throne. Heir to the throne. Yeah, and, you know, I just watching the first episode, I'm like, yeah, it seems fine. This guy seems out of control, and your daughter seems to be fairly intelligent and well-spoken. But, you know, she is a girl, so what? Like, is everyone going to put up with it? It sounds like they're going to put up with it as long as it's beneficial to them right. and the Targaryens have dragons. And that's kind of the point at the end is, like, we're kind of nothing without these nuclear weapons we have at our disposal. And he does, yeah, he like you said, he does acknowledge that. He's like, you know, or, or she acknowledges that. She's kind of like, he's like, what do you see? And she's like, well, without them, we're just like everybody Yeah, we're else, just a regular you know? person. We're not like elves in Lord of the Rings. Like, we don't have special powers. Right. Like, beyond these very powerful beings that for some reason will listen to us. Right. So that's the first episode in a nutshell. I don't know. Like, I'm definitely intrigued. Like, it pulled me back in because I was so out on Game of Thrones at the end of the original run of the series that had this come out, like, right afterwards, I probably wouldn't have given it yes. as much of the benefit out. I think that time has made this easier to jump back into because I remember, like, they immediately announced this. Yeah. It like, seemed like it was almost immediately quicker. announced that yeah. they were going to do this right after this series ended. But they, it was good that there was a lot of time... Because when they announced it and they were like, oh, it's going to be like a prequel and it's going to be before. I was like, I don't care about anything that happened before. But I think it was important that it's something before because, I mean, a lot of the characters you loved in that show were kind of offed or doing. Yeah, they were done dirty. You know, so this kind of gives you a fresh slate, but you still yeah. know what to a little bit what to expect. Um, you understand the world a little bit if you watch the last show. It, yeah, that definitely helps. You're not just in the dark trying to piece together what's going on. Like you get the basic and it's a very simple story structure, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's not super complex. It's like, here's the here's the ruler, there's a problem with who takes over the throne after him, like, go. Right. And there'll be other characters, I'm sure, that mix in and out, and it'll become slightly more complicated. But at least for the beginning, I'm still on board. I'm, I'm still, still not... on board. We'll, we'll check it out. And we'll, we'll definitely do a touch base when the season's over. Yeah, I, this is not going to be like become a, one of the billion Game of Thrones podcasts. We just no, 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 to, no, no, no. It is kind of an event. There's been a while since like a show like this has come out that became appointment viewing. Like we yeah. all, you know, We all tuned in whether we liked it or not. And I, I think uh, I think the king's daughter, Viserys' daughter, uh, Millie, played by Millie Alcock. I thought she was great. I thought she did a really good job, kind of playing that Daenerys role. Yeah, I mean the parallels. Very similar. The parallels are there, and like that's it, if done right, that can be cool. It's you know we've seen it done not so well with like Star Wars though. Right. Where it's just like you do like these one to ones, and it's just it's uncreative. You know, you want to show similarities without it being the same. Right. Also, I'm calling it right now. Mm. Uh, Val and I are on the same page. I don't even think this is like, I'm not like calling anything crazy. I'm pretty sure that uh, it's going to come out that Damon is the, the evil brother is going to be gay. Because, mm, okay. well, he had that like first scene where he was well, like railing that yeah, girl, couldn't I mean, get out. He's definitely, he definitely ah, has man, some sexuality it's just like, things. Also, also, he's like, 
they mentioned how he cheats on his wife or whatever, like, and she he was like, oh, yeah, she's, you know, she's not good looking. She's like a sheep or something or whatever, or the sheep looks better than her. I looked at her, I was like, dude, your wife is fine. What you talking about? It wouldn't, it wouldn't be out of line with Game of Thrones. We also got to clarify that we have not read the book and stuff that this is based off of. Because I know there is a story. Oh, is there a book? Yeah, okay. it's written more like a history, I've been told. Yeah. Like, it's not like a narrative story. It's like a, it's written sort of as like a history book. Oh, okay. So like, kind of like a, just like a information. Yeah, it's like, it's written from like one of the maester's perspectives. Like, here's okay. what happened, you know, like it's this, and it's very broad. And it's Who scary. wrote it? Was that also it's George, George Martin? R- yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just presented in a different sort of way. So he had time to do that, but he still couldn't wrap up the... And look, I mean, you're preaching, I'm sure, to the choir. Anyone who's read those, like, know that he just lost interest in the story. Yeah. And therefore, the crowd lost interest as well. So let's move on to... Do we have any shots before we go into last call? I, I, I mean, honestly, they're just... Like, my shots not are, enough My there. shots are like... All right, here's a quick shot, and then we can just move on. We still haven't found a way to make a blonde wig look not stupid. I'm no, sorry. you're right. I, I, it, it looked stupid in Lord of the Rings. It looks stupid, stupid in Witcher. It looks stupid in The Witcher, and it looks stupid here. I don't know why that's so difficult, but clearly it is. Like, I can't just blame this show because, yeah, like, no, no, no. It, it, we, we just mentioned two other, like, popular, high produced franchises, like, that have nothing to do with this. Yeah. It's, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why it looks so no, unnatural. No, you're absolutely right. Unless you actually have natural, long, blonde hair. Just don't do it. Like I don't know if you can't grow your hair out, then don't. Then don't. Maybe do it. just get get an actor, actress. Yeah, unless has... you're, right. Unless you're Chris Hemsworth or something. It's the only time it looks <sighs> even remotely decent. Uh, let's just move on to the night's last call. I don't really have anything for this, to be honest. Do you have? Not really. I mean, like you said, like where this is not going to be a weekly thing, uh, but we'll, we'll probably touch base at the we'll end. We'll touch of it. base, and if there's like some wild shit that happened. You know that we're like you know on the level of like Ned Stark dying. We'll we'll throw it like as a pregame right. or a you know something like that right. that we can we can touch base on. But yeah, this won't be a Game of Thrones podcast going forward. Check out Carfu. We're gonna have another one of those up um, Thursday? now actually. So yeah, like it'll be out by the time this is out. Yeah, so it was released on Thursday. Yeah, it'll be released on Thursday. Uh, Snake in the Eagle's Shadow. We're gonna try to make that more regular. I know I say that all the time, but. I'm gonna try to will it. I think, to be so. we, like we said last week, we're uh, we're kind of, we were kind of trying to make a plan amongst ourselves to kind of make sure we can get these both out pretty you know consistently. So, yeah. so we're gonna try to keep it more regular, like my you know bowels, and uh, not so much like Alex's bowels because every time <laughs> I step in this goddamn car, it's like a <sighs> shit box. I'm as well hey man, in. I'm getting results, baby. <sighs> Boy, I chickpeas. All right, well, thanks for listening, and we will uh, talk to you guys next week. See ya.